Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. For over 30 years and still, and still, your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. You know what? As long as she fights me 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs. Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. And now, and now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the first eminent in the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California. Yes, the man was correct in his introduction. My name is Pedro Fernandez, the often imitated but never duplicated, undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio away, folks. And I've defended that title for better than 34 years. And straight up today, we're talking both boxing and MMA. Of course, last night, actually Saturday night here in the United States, Boxing on Showtime, Boxing on ESPN. Bud was in action. I'm talking about Terrence, Bud Crawford, the WBO junior welterweight champion, undefeated, stepping up to 147 and knocking out Jeff Horn in the ninth round of Corey Horn, the guy that defeated Manny Pacquiao in his last fight. I got to tell you like this. Terrence Crawford has arrived, no doubt about it, 147 pounds. Is the rest of the 147-pound division like people like Earl Spence, are they ready to rock with him? We'll see. The 2012 Olympic gold medalist, one hell of a fighter. If we can, and we can locate him because he's on the road right now, we'll try to bring in the godfather, Larry Merchant, via the cell phone. So if you'd like to join us on the toll-free, you can. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. And better than that, the guilt-free, no-commitment text line, what does that mean? That means you can text us and, you know, not have to say anything on the air. 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Mixed martial arts last night, of course, Saturday night, the UFC rocking and rolling. The UFC middleweight title wasn't on the line. One guy didn't make weight by two-tenths of a pound. Man, talk about talk about cutting it short. That's the way it goes in the world of combat sports. You are tuned to Ring Talk, live worldwide, emanating from the Sports Byline Studios in San Francisco, California. Travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. 
because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Call the CPAP hotline now. 800-430-4234. 800-430-4234. That's 800-430-4234. Copays and deductible supply. Supplies are replaced in accordance with Medicare guidelines. The backyard's looking great, Rob. Thanks, man. I was planning on adding a deck, too. Know any good contractors? Why don't you just ask HomeAdvisor? Home what? HomeAdvisor.com. You just tell them about your project, and they match you with local pros that can do the job. Nice. Now, how much does it cost? Oh, HomeAdvisor's totally free to use. Plus, you can read customer reviews, check pricing, and book appointments for free. What's the website again? HomeAdvisor.com. Or just download the free HomeAdvisor app. HomeAdvisor. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. This tune play, Tower. This is the mighty Tower of Power, of course. A cover album they did in 2007, 2008, of course, reached the Billboard Magazine Top 10 in the jazz category. Tower of Power celebrating 50 years of funk this past week in Oakland, California. They've got a new album out. Wow, pretty cool, man. Check it out. All this information on the band. Go to towerofpower.com. That's towerofpower.com. Last night, man. I'm telling you, Terrence Crawford looked very, very good last night. But then again, he had a handmade, handmade uh, maybe a tailor-made type of opponent. What I'm trying to tell you is that Jeff Warren, although he was bigger physically as far as body mass was concerned, you know, being a welterweight, and of course Crawford moving up from 140 pounds to 147. And I've told you before, the move from 140 to 147 is a hell of a move because I made it, and it wasn't cool. 
What I mean by that is I was drilling people at 140 pounds, 139 pounds. I mean, just hurting people. I was big. I was strong. I was a monster, okay? Went to 147. Wasn't so big. Wasn't a monster. Guys were bigger than me. In fact, there were monsters at 147. So what I'm trying to tell you is I went to the National Golden Glove Tournament and got spanked at 147. Guess what? I went back to 139. I think I won another Golden Glove title. But I didn't have problems making 139 after that. After getting spanked at 147, believe me, I got disciplined and went back to 139 pounds. Now, let's talk about the uh, fights last night. Of course, Crawford shining as he did a ninth-round KO. His promoter, of course, Bob Arum. This is Bob's, maybe his last big fighter. And I mean, and Bob's willing to admit that. 86, make it 87 years old, somewhere around there, of course. The top-ranked CEO, the former United States attorney under Bobby Kennedy. Bobby Kennedy was the attorney general back in 1960. In fact, John Kennedy picked Bob Arum. Bob Arum came out of Harvard Law School. He was like the number one guy out of Harvard Law. I think when you graduate at the top of your class, they give you some Latin title. Anyway, Lane and Comadres, anyway. Bottom line was... Aaron was number one in his Harvard Law School class, I believe, of 1958. So two years later, John Kennedy, elected president, the 35th president of the United States, he selects his young kid, and he was a young kid, Bob Aram, to become a U.S. attorney. Of course, Bob then got turned on to boxing by going to a, a close circuit. Actually, he went to a live fight between Sonny Liston and Floyd Patterson. I believe it was a rematch in Chicago at the Chicago White Sox Stadium. I think my memory serves me correctly. Anyway, he saw what the closed-circuit revenues were, the receipts, because he was like the accountant for the United States government. So we figured, wow, this is, this is where the money's at. I don't need to be a civil servant. Of course, soon thereafter, Kennedy was assassinated. Johnson, the uh, vice president, wanted his own team, and he brought in his own U.S. attorneys. And Bob said, you know what? It's probably time for me to go. He went and formed top rank, of course, promoted some Muhammad Ali fights, and the rest is history for the Hall of Famer, about 85, 86 years old now. He and Don King, man, uh, over the years... I think that was the best boxing when these two guys were going at each other's throats or when they worked together. It, it was cool both ways because when they were going at each other, uh, you know, as competitors and trying to outdo each other, they were making it better for the fan. I mean, putting together better cards, better shows, a whole nine yards. Okay. And then, then when they were working together, they put together some good fights as well. So, you know, they know where the money's at. They know how to make the money. They are promoters. Of course, Bob Arum, one of the very best of all time. No doubt about that. But Crawford, Bud Crawford, now was he 33-0, adding the WB 147-pound championship to his little uh, collection there, of course. Can he go to 154? Let's let, that's what somebody sent me a text this morning. Let him, let him stay at 147 a while. Let him, let him deal with Earl Spence and some of those other guys at 147 and see what his, his medal is like at 147. I mean, I'll be honest with you, Mr. Horn, Jeff Horn, was not the guy that I really want to um, judge uh, Terrence Crawford's ability at welterweight with because Crawford, as I said, Head and shoulders above Mr. Horn. I'm trying to be nice to Jeff Horn. Jeff Horn is is a good fighter. I don't think Jeff Horn could have won the Golden Gloves over here. That, that's just the way. Maybe boxing has regressed. I don't, I don't care. Anyway, he couldn't have won the Golden Gloves over here 15, 20 years ago. Because couldn't have done it. Couldn't have done it. That's just, I'm not disrespecting him. I'm just being honest. Anyway, of course, he is the guy that beat Manny Pacquiao, or the, the ghost of Manny Pacquiao. Of course, Manny Pacquiao tuning up for a, or getting ready for a July bout. With Lucas Matezzi, the Filipino phenom or the formal phenom, call him what you want, of course, the senator, the congressman, soon to be president, the almighty God is great guy, you know, drinks virgin blood. What the hell is virgin blood? Does anybody know? Can somebody call me and tell me what that is? Does anybody out there in the, in the evangelical world, can they tell me what virgin blood is that Manny Pacquiao drinks as part of his 
religious ritual. I, where does he get this stuff? I don't know. But he does all the questions. He's anti-gay, thinks gay people should die, all the kind of good stuff. You know, he's not the most best representative, I think, of the Filipino people. But he's the most well-known face. So he's going to be president someday. And, of course, he will be a president much in the much in the uh, much like a puppet. I mean, he's not the smartest guy on the planet. He's homeschooled. I mean, how many guys you know are homeschooled? We're not talking about Thomas Jefferson or, or Benjamin Franklin and those guys. We're talking about Manny Pacquiao, Emmanuel Pacquiao, the bus driver, 39 going on, 99 as far as a boxer is concerned. Of course, I believe July the 12th is the date. Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Nice background, no doubt about it. But if Mr. Lucas Matezi brings his A game, it's all over for Mr. Pacquiao. It just is. He can't handle it anymore. Let me tell you, outside of the Flintstone vitamin era, where I think Manny Pacquiao was taking performance-enhancing drugs, outside of that, you know, you know, come on. I mean, that was his claim to fame, Not beating up guys like Miguel Cotto. I mean, just drilling Cotto, beating Cotto up. I remember what Cotto told me in 2011, 2010, whichever year that was, I was in Cartagena, Colombia with him, and he told me, you know, Bethany, I, I, I'd never been hit that hard in my life, and I fought guys that were bigger and stronger, and I fought guys in the gym that were bigger and stronger, which leads me to believe that, there was something to the Kool-Aid in which Manny Pacquiao was being fed by his uh, trainers there. I just think it was. And, of course, Pacquiao, once we started getting uh, started screaming about him knocking out all these people, 107-pounder, knocking out 147-pound people, let me tell you, Roberto Duran, probably the greatest fighter of all time, started at 122, finished off at about 168, 175, but he won championships at 35, 47, 54, 60, and I think he might have won that. No, not 68, six, not 68, but 60. What I'm trying to tell you is, he was able to move up in weight, but you saw him get fat as he moved up in weight. He got fatter. I mean, come on. If you put on 40 pounds, you should put on some fat, but not Manny Pacquiao. He's all ripped. So tell me. I mean, you know, you don't have to be a genius, I think, to figure that out. You don't need a Ph.D. in physics to figure out that something is amiss. Anyway, Pacquiao and Matizzi going on the 12th. It'll be a good fight. I think HBO is going to carry it live on pay-per-view. If you want to watch that one, that's one I recommend because Manny Pacquiao is in Probably the best shape a 90-year-old man could be in. And why do I say that? Because I watched some videos of him. I can see, look, most fighters, when I look at them, um, I look at their cheekbones, their cheekbones and their knees. I know this sounds a little funny, but that's how you could tell when I was in shape. You could see my cheekbones. My face was drawn in, you know what I'm saying? And you could see my knees. My knees were in shape. They were, my knees were the, the definition around my knees was just together. It's, just, it's something that was about me, okay? Manny Pacquiao, I'm looking at him in training. He looks younger. He looks stronger. He looks he looks like Manny Pacquiao on Flintstone Vitamins. So why are they having the fight in Kuala Lumpur? Hey, think about that one, folks. The fight in Kuala Lumpur. You know they've got a big athletic commission over there and the World Anti-Doping Association. They are headed in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Okay, you don't believe that story? You're right. They're not headed in Malaysia. Uh, the bottom line is they're a U.S. organization. And Manny Pacquiao, I don't know if he's still adhering to this testing or or being part of testing, but I know that he and Matizzi, that might be a battle of two guys taking Flintstone vitamins. Matizzi's one of those guys from south of the border, down there in Argentina, like Brazil, like, you know, South America. He's a rough, tough customer. A boxer who can punch like like a mule. He really can. So Lucas Matizzi and Manny Pacquiao. Is it the farewell fight for Manny Pacquiao? Question mark. Unless he gets himself in the absolute best conditions and can recapture the magic just for one night, it's going to be all over for the Pac-Man. You are tuned to the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hour number one of two. 
live here, of course, in the continental USA on Sports Byline, SB Nation Sports, around the world on the fabulous American Forces Network. Say hello to all the troops out there. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide. But hey, if you didn't know that, what's the matter? Build or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. 
One serious problem as, as an athlete and as a fighter is that he has a certain pride in his ability, to take the point. both as a banger and a boxer. And he invariably would choose to fight the best opponents in their style, almost as a challenge to beat them. So he'd go toe-to-toe with Joe Frazier, and he'd box with Jimmy Ellis. Maybe he couldn't impose his will on them by trying to neutralize their style, but he always put on a good show. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He was talking about the late Jerry Corey. I believe he died in the late 1990s. Of course, he was a heavyweight contender of the 60s and 70s, a guy that fought everybody, beat everybody but Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier and George Foreman. Pretty, you know, pretty good, impressive resume for the kid from uh, what was it, what, Montebello, California, down there in Southern California. His father, I remember his father and him, of course, coming to San Francisco and sparring circa 1968-69 with a guy by the name of Eddie Machen who had beaten Jerry Quarry a couple of years earlier in a fight down in L.A. In fact, that's how smart Quarry was that he came up to San Francisco and sparred with Eddie Machen, a man that had beaten him a couple of years earlier, giving him his first pro loss. Of course, Jerry Quarry, sad at the end. I've talked about that, the dementia, of course. When he and I last met our talk and spoke, I think it was about 1993, 1994, 1995. He was talking about a comeback before he had this come back and cruise weight and almost got killed but you know he was he was drinking it was it was it was fun times it was good every time I'd see him at the forum sometimes he did TV sometimes I did TV so we'd see each other like in makeup rooms and things like that or making you know, get makeup ringside so it would be sort of cool to come in contact with Jerry Corbin because as I stated before Jerry sat there and did the New York Times crossword puzzle in about 20 minutes okay I can't do it period the whole thing he just wiped that out and you wouldn't be no errors and he could do this and it was incredible to watch him regress mentally as far as, you know, I mean, the dementia as it took over because I, I noticed in 95, everything was pretty, no, not take it back, 90, everything was pretty sharp. Jerry Corey was still pretty good, did good telecast. Of course, in the 80s, he did some of the, the better pay-per-view and closed-circuit telecast as far as the big fights are concerned. He knew the fighters. I mean, he knew how to talk boxing. But as, he reg- as the, the dementia came on, as he regressed, it was really, really sad. And at the end, he didn't know who the great Jerry Corey was. They asked him, hey, do you know who Jerry Corey was? And he said, no, I don't. And that was sad for me. That was really, really sad. Good old Jerry Corey. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA. Of course, Crawford, a winner last night, staying undefeated now. Uh, guys at 147, of course, Earl Spence is the most formidable foe, the 2012 Olympic gold medalist. We'll see if Bob Arum and Al Heyman can make that deal because – that's really the fight that people want to think want to see at 147. The other guys 147, they're notable names, but I think the two top guys right now have to be Terrence Crawford, eight at 147, and Earl Spence, the 2012 Olympic gold medalist. Emil Charlo, do you know who he is? He's a WBC Super Welterweight champion, pretty good fighter. He was a winner last night as well. Of course, a majority decision went over Austin Trout. Austin, hard luck Trout. Austin, if ever was a guy that just says, can't get a break, man, you know what I mean? He can't. One score had it even. One score had uh, had uh, had the other guy up by a couple of points. The other score had him up by 10 points. So one even score, one two-point score, and one 10-point score, which tells me he had three judges looking at three different fights. I guess that's why they have three, because you figure two are going to get it right, or hopefully that two are going to get it right. I'll never forget the verbiage of the great 
now he's with the USC, but the, the great athletic commission director, of course, I'm talking about Mark Ryder, the Nevada State Athletic Commission. He used to tell me, I used to go to him, I go, could you believe that score? Could you believe that score? Pedro, 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 did the right guy win? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then don't worry about the score. We'll deal with the score later. Did the right guy win? That's, but, but the score, this, no, no. Did the right guy win? Yeah, the right guy won. So the bottom line is, if the right guy wins, the scores really don't matter, I guess, right? Did the fight deserve to be a 10-point fight? I just don't think so. Any fight involving Austin Trout, although Trout was down a couple times, one judge didn't give him a round. Interesting. Austin Trout, maybe time for him to pack it in as far as a, a fighter's concerned. Let's be honest. You know, you get long in the tooth and, you know, 31-5, and five, no real damage to him right now. A southpaw out of Texas, out of New Mexico, I believe, three at New Mexico, 31 and 5, 17 KOs, but he's seen better days, I think, in my mind. Of course, Trout now 31 and 0, 15 KOs. Hey, five years away, Trout, from being a champion and 0 and 4 in his last five, four title challenges. So it's time, I think, for him to hang it up. Guess who was a winner last night as well? Leo Santa Cruz. He beat Abner Maris. I don't know why there was all this hype for this fight. You know, where they started off where they, they started off where they left off the last time, this big war. You know, I mean, it was okay. And, you know, they call it an all-out war. I don't know. Anyway, bottom line is Leo Santa Cruz, now 35, 1-1, 19 wax, retained his WBA 126-pound title and grabbed a WBC belt as well. It means he's paying sanctioning fees to both bodies with the unanimous 12-round decision over Abner Maris. Maris now 31-3, 15 wax, who was a rematch of their 2015 encounter. Bottom line was good fight the first time, good fight the second time. Been a lot of good fights on boxing of late, uh, on TV of late. And I think that's a credit to the promoters knowing that, you know, people are people can be easily distracted. Boxing fans especially, they can be easily distracted. You give them a good enough product and let them look at something else that's pretty good, they're going to look at that, okay? So you've got to up your game. And I think the boxing's realizing they've got to up their game with the UFC screaming at them. Although, although I think the UFC is, has plateaued as far as the, the popularity is concerned. I think it's on the downward spiral. I really do. I mean, I don't think it's going to end up losing money or being a money loser or anything like that, but I don't think it'll ever end up being the $4.2 billion entity uh, that, that, that that the new owners paid for it. I mean, $4.2 billion. I told you that before. It's, get this. Cuddy's got this in the bank. $4,200 million. That's $4.2 billion. $4,200 million. That's a lot of money. Okay, for for the UFC, and of course, you all, anyway, I'll get into that in hour number two in depth. Of course, the UFC will cover mixed martial arts, the UFC, Bellator, and a couple other uh, sanctuary bodies as well in hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. College sports. I was talking with uh, College Sports Insider, my man, Pat Olson. Pat Olson and I go back about 30 years in radio, like to the late 1980s, early 1990s at KMBR, the $50,000, 50,000-watt flamethrower, of course, because the voice of the uh, the Giants and the Warriors for a while, the Giants now. Anyway, back in the day at KMBR, I mean, Pat Olson and I were running around. We're young kids. We're having a good time. And, of course, I remember college college boxing was big back in the day, and then it got sort of stifled and came back in 77. And then here I was at Newman's Gym in San Francisco, and the college boxing team from UC Berkeley would come in on every Saturday for about six weeks prior to their tournament, prior to their annual tournament. So some of those guys didn't train all year round. Some did train all year round. But they would come in and, you know, we'd give them sparring. And, and the idea of sparring, folks, is to work with somebody. When you work with somebody, you try to let them, uh, how can I put this, you work with each other. You're not out there trying to kill each other, okay? You're just trying to, to, to get sharp 
work on your range, work on your distance, work on your punch placement, things like that. Okay, these are all things that you work on in sparring because, you know, you, I mean, you want to replicate what you do in sparring in a real fight. I mean, that's really the whole concept of professional boxing and being in mixed martial arts as well, okay? Now, when you look at the big picture, nobody really wants to dedicate themselves in the United States anymore, and that's why we've got all these different, I mean, Crawford out of Omaha, Nebraska, give him some props, but like Horns from Australia, uh, a lot of these fighters now that are taking the main stage as far as boxing concerned in the world, world, world stage, of course, these guys are from Russia, Europe. I mean, the Klitschko's, whether you like them or not, the Klitschko's were around for a long time. Of course, that one, uh, Vladimir, went undefeated for like 11 years until Tyson Fury beat him. Okay, and if Tyson Fury, speaking of Tyson Fury, we'll talk about him in the next segment. But man, talk about a guy that's six foot seven. I watched him fighting a guy the other day. It was like, they lined up against a guy that was like five foot ten, it looked like. You know, you don't put him in against a guy with this like 80-pound difference. I mean, you want to talk fix? Want to talk, at least get a slob that weighs like 240 or 250. I mean, I understand that they want him to get a knockout. They want him to look good. They want Tyson Fury to set up this big fight with Anthony DiGiorgio. It would be the biggest fight of all time as far as the U.K. is concerned, no doubt about it. You talk about selling 90,000 seats in Cardiff, Wales, or, or Wembley stadiums. That fight, Tyson Fury... Undefeated Tyson Fury, the former champion and current champion, WBA, uh, WBO, IBF. He's got a bunch of belts. I'm talking about Anthony Joshua, 21-0, 20 wax, okay? The 2012 Olympic gold medals. Let me tell you, these guys hook it up. It would be the biggest. They could sell 200,000 seats live. At least, at least, maybe a half a million. If they put this fight in an arena where it sold a half a million tickets, they could put a half a million people in that arena. I kid you not. They could bring boxing back like to the days when... I was out here in Coma, California, which is like a couple of miles from San Francisco on the Daly City border, right? Well, they used to have boxing because they couldn't have boxing in San Francisco. It was illegal. So they went across the border. And guys like Jack Johnson and Stanley Ketchell and all kinds of great fighters fought out. Dempsey fought out there. Okay, in front of 100,000 people, like where the cemeteries are now in Coma, California. I kid you not. <laughs> a little boxing history there, of course. Coma has more dead people in it than live people. Why? It's a city dominated by <laughs> cemeteries. Open phone lines around the planet, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-759. Anyway, this national boxing tournament for the collegiates coming up April 5th through 7th. Uh, they're going to take that back. It did come up April 5th through 7th. That was a tournament. They're looking at new things now as far as the national tournament is concerned, and I'm looking for exciting things to come out of that. In fact, we'll try to get a couple of the fighters on that card, of course, on that show from UC Berkeley. Of course, Berkeley putting forth a team. The Berkeley team, they used to come over. They used to get funky with us. They did. They come over to our gym, right, and get macho. So I'd have to knock out their cruiserweight. Sorry, man. Broken ribs. What can I say? You play, you pay. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. TCP so mellow. Nobody can get through. When he asks you, do you love him? Smile and kiss his teeth. Walk away and twist your hips. Make sure you keep him with
parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there, too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot If you are age 85 or younger, call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. Call now. That's 800 508 5774. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Does that look like a fighter's body? Shame on you, my friend. <laughs> Shame on me. Shame on you. Shame you let a fat me. man beat you. Can't stand yeah? it. Shame so, on me. you know, a fat man's beat him and relieved him of all his belts. <laughs> I don't take boxing seriously, as you can tell. I don't care about boxing. It's mainly about getting a few quid and putting the food on the table. That's it. That's your professional, and if that's all a professional can do, then God help us all. Because what's the point in practicing your job for 40 years if you can't beat a fat man? So, credit to him if he can beat me in the rematch. This time he beat a fat man. Boom! Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I do apologize for, for offending anyone. Tyson Fury, appearing on this show a couple of years ago, I remember he was like, yeah, you know, he was aloof and 
He had a soft head. Somebody hit him on the top of his head, and he got knocked down some cruiserweight. I can't remember the, the cruiserweight. Of course, a former uh, military guy here in that's Cunningham. Mr. Cunningham hit him on the top of the head and knocked him down. So I don't think Tyson Fury is all that solid as a six foot seven inch, almost three hundred pound guy. But we'll talk about him in depth in the close of the show. But I want to get back to the welterweight division. For some reason, I'm going through the top twenty of the welterweights at boxrec.com, which is a computer rated. Uh, uh, website, right? You know, all the computer ratings are all computer rated. In other words, there's no bias involved. It's all about the computer. I'm going to the top 10 here, and I'm not seeing Keith Thurman anywhere. Anyway, Terrence Crawford ranked number one. Of course, he was the WBO champion, having captured that title this past uh, Saturday night, uh, beating uh, Jeff Horner in Las Vegas, now 33 and zip. Earl Spence is number two, the 2012 Olympic gold medalist, 23 and 0. Manny Pacquiao, number three, 59 and seven. Come on, Danny Garcia, number four. Now, what are, these ratings are preposterous in my mind. They are. Danny Garcia, you're going to rate Danny Garcia above even Jesse Vargas at this point in time? I don't think so. Maybe even Broner deserves some props over that last fight, but not having Keith Thurman in the top 15 of boxrec.com. Did Keith Thurman piss somebody off at boxrec.com or something like that? Did he go out with somebody's sister or something? Because that's pretty that's pretty scary. It really is when you don't have Keith Thurman at 147 miles. Of course, Keith Thurman, 28-0, only, what is he, 29 years old now? I think he was born in, born in 2000. I take that back. He was made his, born in 1988. So that makes him 30 years old. And, of course, he is a 147-pounder. Currently, the WBA super welterweight title holder. When I say super welterweight, that means it's 147 pounds, even though the super welterweight division in most people's minds is 154 pounds, but he is the super champion at welterweight, according to the world of Bunko and Anarchy. I'm talking about the World Boxing Association. Speaking of boxing, the sanctioning body that backs me, of course, my sponsor, Mr. Clarity himself, Francisco Paco Varcosel, we're really leading the uh, WBO convention, of course, this year. In Managua, Nicaragua, 2018, we traveled to Managua, October 29th through November 2nd. I haven't been there many uh, in like since 1999 or 2000, somewhere around there. You might remember that I went down there, of course, to try to rescue Alexis Arguello, the late great Alexis Arguello, the man who had died as the mayor of Managua, Nicaragua, which is the capital of the country. In around 2008, very suspicious, either he shot himself or somebody shot him, and they couldn't determine either. That's a little scary. Either you shot yourself or you didn't. Sort of like Superman shooting himself. That was a little weird as well. But anyway, the bottom line is Alexis is gone. Of course, we're going back to the the town in which his his hometown, man, no doubt about it. I can go to the places I went with him in the past. I remember shopping for food, and he was like, they, everybody knew who he was. He was like a god in that country. He was a Michael Jordan, the Bruce Lee, the Muhammad Ali, the Pelé. I mean, you name all those big, great athletes, those iconic guys. He was that and more for the country of Nicaragua. Of course, he had his issues regarding drugs, and of course, there was some psychological issues as well. A um, little bit, I think, his his confidence was taken away from him, and I think that had a lot to do with that first Aaron Pryor fight. Of course, we don't think that fight was on the up and up, uh, neither myself nor Arguello. And of course, uh, the reason why I say that is that the trainer that was handling Aaron Pryor that night, Panama Lewis, Al Pan, was it Al first night? Anyway, Panama Lewis was his name, and it's his nickname, Panama. So he went to jail for fixing a fight, actually taking the, the padding out of a gloves with Luis Resto and Billy Collins back in June of 1983 at Madison Square Garden. They found all the stuffing of these gloves like in the bathroom. He didn't bother to throw it away. Just left it on the floor of the toilet next to the stall. He didn't even flush it down. Anyway, he was booked. He went to jail eventually. Billy Collins ended up dying because of alcoholism like a couple of years later. He never was able to fight again. That fight ruined him. I mean, he was getting, he said, this is what he said to me, Dad. 
It's like he's got ashtrays in each glove. I'll never forget when the kid said that. And I said to myself, what's he saying? I couldn't, what's he saying? Dad, uh, it's like he's got ashtrays in each glove. Ashtrays. Ash, think about that. Getting hit in the face with an ashtray. That's what he thought. And if you looked at Billy Collins after that June 1983 10-round loss to Luis Resto, okay, it looked like he did get hit with a couple of ashtrays like about a thousand times. Okay, so when old man Collins went after the gloves, he knew something was amiss. I mean, your son just doesn't get busted up like that. So when old man Collins went after Luis Resto's gloves, they tried to pull away. They tried to hide. He got the athletic commission involved. That's when they found out the most of the stuffing was taken out of the gloves. Essentially, um, he was punching with knuckles wrapped around with hand wraps and a little bit of leather. So that was very, very atrocious, uh, if not heinous. I think he should have went to jail for a long, long time. He should have been banned. And the only state that hasn't banned him, I believe, for life was the state of Pennsylvania. And I never understood why Greg Serb. Oh, Greg Serb was the president there, of course, the uh, the president of the Association of Boxing Commissions, I think, for a while, but the head of the, the commission there in, in Pennsylvania. And he said, well, he did his jail time, so therefore we're going to give him a license. So more power to you. But anyway, the bottom line is Panama Lewis, a piece of spit with an H, no doubt about it. When he and I hooked up at the Mike Tyson a Buster Mathis fight, 1996, of course, in Philadelphia. It was cold. I wasn't feeling too good. I just spent, like, <sighs> here's what's up. I get out of a taxi cab, and I'm looking real sharp, right? I mean, like, pimped out, pimped out. Got the fur coat, the whole nine yards. It's all going down in Philadelphia because it's cold. It's real cold, okay? Almost snowing. I stepped into a puddle with a pair of $200 shoes. Oh, I was crying. So I get up to the press conference upstairs. And Panama Lewis looks at me, and he says something that says, he said some snide remark. And I jumped right all, all off into him, man. I said, you shouldn't even be here. You should be in jail. They should have, somebody should have took you out and killed you. Blah, blah. I mean, I just went to Panama like you would not believe. Anyway, Don King was saying, don't mess with Pedro when he gets like that, Panama. Don't mess with Pedro when he gets like that. Because he knew. Don knew. I was right, man. Panama stepped on my toe. and shouldn't have stepped on my toe at that point in time. He was a... Bad guy should have never, ever been associated with boxing ever again. And, of course, the Aaron Pryor-Alexis Arguello fight, he was working the corner of Aaron Pryor. They wouldn't get the gloves. They couldn't get the gloves to that fight after that fight because the gloves disappeared. Nobody knows whatever happened to those gloves. Now, why would a pair of boxing gloves disappear if something wasn't amiss? Amiss. Come on, think about that. Aaron Pryor's boxing gloves for the first Alexis Arguello fight, one of the greatest fights of all time, some people think, meant 14 rounds. Arguello got stopped, okay? Um, Arguello, of course, in the 13th round, hitting Pryor with the hardest right hand you could probably hit somebody with. I mean, buckled him, sent him into another time zone, didn't knock him down. Pryor was so strong. He just Pryor was probably the most underrated fighter of that era. A guy, of course, that, that Ray Leonard ducked and, and Tommy Hearns. He beat Tommy Hearns in the amateurs. But remember what Aaron Pryor told me? Uh, we'll go back to I'll go to Pryor in a minute. Anyway, Pryor and Arguello... The, the, the fight did so much damage to Alexis Arguello as far as his physical uh, being was concerned that it damaged his psyche, and he was never, ever, ever the same again. I mean, he was always a delicate soul before that as far as his confidence and things like that. You know, everything had to be right. I mean, he was just one of those, those regiment guys, okay? But after that first prior fight, when, they, you know, when he felt that he had been cheated, and I think prior sort of like owned up to it a few years later when they were doing cocaine together and down there in Miami, Florida. Anyway... Prior Arguello, the, the padding was taken out of the gloves. It ruined uh, Arguello. Arguello was never the same again. Of course, the second fight, he just basically said, I had enough. It was a be- he was a better fighter than me. Of course, prior, as I said, underrated. Ducked by Sugar Ray Leonard. We're sitting, I've told you the story before, we're sitting in Botany's Disco. 
in Las Vegas is off the strip. It's a place like a, a five-star club that we used to have our own little booth at, me and Aaron Pryor when we went to town together. Anyway, me and the Hawker sitting there, got four or five chicks around us, and Sugar Ray Leonard looks over from across the room, and he's got nobody. He's over there. He's alone, okay? Ray has an audience of none. We got all the chicks, me and Aaron. Got all these chicks. Like four or five women sitting at the table with us. You know, we're buying them drinks. We're having a good time. Actually, they were throwing house drinks on us because we were with Aaron Pryor, and I was down with that as well. You don't have to buy drinks. Don't have to buy the drinks and, and give the chicks the drinks. And the whole nine yards was a great night. Anyway, so Ray Leonard comes over, and the first thing Aaron Pryor says to Ray is, Hey, Ray, tell Pedro you're not scared of me. And this Ray comes right out, real spontaneous. He says, Hey, Pedro, I'm not scared of Aaron. And then I thought it was going to, the spit with an H was going to hit the fan and everything was going to go crazy. And it didn't go crazy because there was chicks there, I think. But the bottom line is Ray Leonard, Aaron Pryor, Tommy Hearns. We're talking 147 pounders, I think, except for Pryor at 140 because nobody wanted to fight him at 147. But, you know, those are, those are exceptional fighters. And even though these guys are really good nowadays, I just don't know how they stand up against them. And I'm not saying this because that was my era. I'm, I'm just saying that I just don't know. I mean, Terrence Crawford is still an unknown commodity to an extent at 147 because Jeff Horn is not a barometer of greatness. This is my mind. Earl Spencer said 23-0. Thurman undefeated, no, 28-0. Thurman, Thurman might be the, the odd guy out at 147 because he's got a style that's effective. He's got a style that's, that, that brings a little pop to the game. So he might be the guy, you know, you know he, beat, he beat Danny Garcia, so I can't believe that Danny Garcia is rated above him. And Manny Pacquiao ranked number three in the world, according to this computer. I'll give you the points. Crawford's got 1,082 points, according to BoxRec.com. Next guy is Earl Spence with 555 points. Come on. Earl Spence has been the 147-pound title holder for a bit now. I think about a year, okay? But, you know, Crawford just moving up to 147. You can't live off your past laurel. So now he's in a new world. It's a new game. It's a new, it's a new stage, okay? It's easy, easy evolved from a junior welterweight to a welterweight. It's a new game. We'll see if he can perform well at 147. Uh, Jeff Horn is not a barometer of that. Earl Spence, he would be a barometer of that. Keith Thurman, he would be a barometer of that. They tell me that that uh, Keith Thurman may hook it up with Sean Porter or Sean Porter may hook it up with Danny Garcia. Anyway, Danny Garcia, hmm, another guy that, you know, that went from 140 to 147 and couldn't do it. Couldn't cut the ba- couldn't cut the mustard, baby. I try to tell you, back to that thing. At 140, you're big, you're strong, you're able to dominate guys, and then at 147, these guys are bigger than you. It's 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 mind-boggling. It just is, you know, because it's a few pounds, right? Until you get in the ring, combat sports, and fight somebody, and you realize. Anyway, speaking of Danny Garcia, going to go looks like in August, August twenty-fifth against the twice-beaten Sean Porter, the shortest guy in the hundred and forty-seven-pound division, twenty-eight-two and one is Sean Porter. Danny Garcia, outstanding record, kid from Philadelphia, nice attitude, got the father with the uh, even. Uh, Nicer attitude, 30 years old now. Daniel Oscar Garcia, they call him Swift, baby. 34 and 1, 20 chaos out of the city of brotherly love. They love him, but he's suspended by the Nevada State Athletic Commission, I think, until August of 2018. I don't know why. I think that was based, what was that based on? We'll probably have to look it up after the break. Anyway, you are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We have a toll-free phone line. If you'd like to join us, you can. In part, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's one 800 878 Seven five two nine. Of course, the guilt-free, no commitment text line. I'll get to some texts on the other side of this break. Four one five two seven five one six one three. That's four one five two seven five one six one three. Well, I'm off to Santa Monica this week. That's right, gonna go down and have lunch with the Godfather on Wednesday. Larry Merchant and I having lunch. I don't know where he's taking me, or am I taking him? They haven't figured it out yet. But we're having lunch together Wednesday in Santa Monica, California. 
Scott Cuddy's the man here. He's my producer. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, baby. from nobody. We can take it in the street if you want to. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Now more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. He certainly knows how to shake things up.
I hope you're having some fun, folks. It is approaching summer here in the United States of America, of course, June 2018. I hope your life is well. And guess what, folks? If it isn't, make it better. It's up to you. That's right. You can do something about yourself. Get positive about it. Anyway, the bottom line is you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, Tyson Fury, I talked about him. He's got this fight scheduled, of course, now for it looks like the um, 18th of August. Of course, having taken out Safir Stopped him in the uh, third round last week. Not a big thing there, but the bottom line is Tyson Fury's back, and I guess he's in relatively decent shape because I saw some films of him, and he looked pretty trim. Now, that being said, hmm, little bummer of a note here. I'm going to end the show on a bit of a bummer of a note here because, you know, I am one of those people that believe in being totally transparent and honest, being in boxing, being in life, and things. Uh, anyway. And when it regards human life especially, my people, I really get offended. Anyway, more people died in Puerto Rico then died in 9-11 and Contrita combined. What does that tell you? Those are American citizens over there. Is it because they're brown-skinned American citizens they didn't get the treatment? More people died in Puerto Rico than died in 9-11 and Contrita combined. Think about that. And guess what? You know Flint, Michigan? They still don't have clean drinking water. Think about that two or three years later. I mean, would this happen in a non-community of poor people? Probably not. Pretty sad state for the United States of America. Trump or not, that's really a sad, sad world. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Speaking of MMA, our number move two, of course, USC middleweight title on the line last night. We'll tell you what happened as far as the main event was concerned. USC rocking and rolling to an extent. I mean, they're putting on shows, but they, they lack the names. Why? Because names just aren't there anymore. You know, Ronda Rousey, she got licked like a stamp. I'm just kidding, but the girl was gay that beat her. I'm talking about Amanda Nunes. Speaking of Amanda Nunes, she might be hooking up with the monstrous. We'll talk about Chris Cyborg Santos. That's pretty scary. Cyborg Santos, I don't know any woman in their right mind. I guess Amanda Nunes is not in their right mind because she wants to fight Chris Cyborg Santos. Not myself, not too many guys I know that would step into the octagon, the cage, the ring. Nobody would step in with Chris Cyborg Santos. She's a monster with an E, God. Anyway, Amanda Nunes will talk about that in depth. fight looks like the super fight is going to happen. Uh, the Battle of Brazil, as far as women are concerned in the world of the USC. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is our number one of two live here on the Sports Byline SB Nation Radio Network. Of course, Ring Talk comes to you live each and every Saturday at 11 a.m. Pacific time for an hour. And then we come to you Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific time for two hours. Of course, that's Eastern time, 2 o'clock. And in Hawaii, the 50th state, that's 8 o'clock in the morning. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Stay tuned for hour number two. 